Welcome to episode number 73 of the Grab Blogger Podcast. This is the podcast where we're helping academics change the world through online business. We're giving you the tools, the strategies, the tips, and the techniques you need to build an online business around your research experience, around your expertise, and around the change you want to make in the world. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we're talking about six selling frameworks that you can use in your online sales pages and sales calls today. This topic of selling and creating sales pages and doing sales calls and doing coffee chats that turn into sales conversions and processes is something that we get asked quite a bit about at GrabBlogger. There's a lot of questions around this, a lot of maybe even insecurities, and it really helps to have a framework to do this with, which is the purpose of this whole episode. At the time of recording this, we have just launched a self-tenure community, and I'm actually putting this train together on how to create a sales page for your offer that's going live in the community just around the time that this episode is recorded. So if you're interested in the self-tenure community and what we're doing there with academics, helping them grow online businesses through supporting them, through doing private coaching, through doing mastermind training, you go to selftenure.com, that's S-E-L-F-T-E-N-U-R-E.com, and get access to the community, get access to that training there. In today's episode, we're giving some of the background from that training in these six selling frameworks to then go on to develop a template and a process that uh, is available inside the community there for creating your sales pages. In today's episode, then we're going to talk about why are sales pages and discussions important to your business, why you should start with a framework in mind. We're going to actually talk about these six selling frameworks, PAS, 4Ps, AIDA, SLAP, Quest, and SPIN. And we're going to talk about how each of those might fit into different parts of your business model. We're going to talk about how to actually implement these into your sales pages and in your client conversations that you're having with your business. As always, we have a transcript of the podcast episode, a nice PDF download that you can get at grabblogger.com slash 74. We've actually pulled out a cheat sheet with these six frameworks summarized and the different points of each framework that you can get at, again at grabblogger.com slash 73 for this episode. So why are sales pages and discussions important to your business? All online businesses really, if you boil it down, have three main components. These could be broken down even more, but they all fall under one of three categories. Either attracting somebody to your platform, to your website, to the, the place that you own, converting them to an actual buyer, and delivering them your content. So the sales page really does the heavy lifting between attracting and converting someone to your offer. So you attract somebody to your offer, and then you need to actually have them you know, take out their credit card and pay. And how much work then needs to be done by the sales page or the sales discussion or the sales process depends on how much work you've done in attracting them. So if there's a high level of, of like, know, and trust of you and your work, it might be quite simple. You might be able to email them a PayPal link and they may buy right there on the spot. If it's completely cold and they've never heard of you, then you're going to need some actual you know, copy and text to go over the benefits overcome objections and that sort of thing on the sales pages. And that's really where getting a, having a framework comes into play. There's three main reasons why you should use a framework. One is to just reduce the time required. If you sit there with a, you know, a blank page and try to create this on your own, you're going to be spending hours trying to create your sales pages or, or even to frame your sales discussions before having them. Second critical element is to make sure that everything that needs to be included in the sales discussion is there. So again, you're identifying challenges, you're mentioning benefits of your offer, benefits of your product or your service, you're overcoming objections, and you're, you're making a lot better chance of actually creating the sale. You'll be increasing your conversion throughout the discussion of that sales page. And the third reason why you should use a framework is, I kind of mentioned already, but removing this blank screen syndrome. Just sitting down and saying, okay, today's the day I'm going to create my sales page. 
Uh, it's not a, a very effective way to go. You can actually run into just sitting there for hours on end. Maybe you go to YouTube and you start looking up videos of cats or something. I don't know. But it's, it's not a good idea to start with Oda Framework because then you'll end up wasting a lot of time just trying to get started. So I'm going to go through six selling frameworks that you can use in your business today and talk about when you might consider using these and maybe give some examples as well. So framework number one is PAS. And this is the really simplest framework and it's problem, agitate, solution. So to give an example of this, you identify a problem. Maybe you're stuck in running your online business and you need help with that. That would be a problem. Um, you have some challenge today. We really want to go ahead and agitate that problem. So what does that mean in your life? Well, maybe that means that you're stuck in a, a job that you don't like and you have a lifestyle that you don't want and you don't get to spend as much time with your family. And then that makes it very difficult then to you know want to get up in the morning and continue on that same cycle. You really need something to break that. So that's an example of taking a problem somebody has, starts to agitate that. I've heard this described as bringing them into the depths of despair. And that's a little bit dark for what we're trying to talk about here, but it just highlights how it, how it works. So you have a problem, you want to agitate it, explain why it's a challenge and what it means in, in the client's life, and then provide the solution. So a, a different example might be if you're a website developer, that the problem is that, say if you're a website developer ap- academics, the problem or the challenge is that your client doesn't have a website and they like to have a website online. So when you create your sales page or have that sales discussion, you might want to start to agitate that a bit. So asking questions like, well, what did somebody, what might somebody see if they Google your name right now? And maybe it takes them to all these other links that aren't that important or don't show their research, don't encourage what they're doing in the future. What kind of challenges do you have with you know your your peers having websites and you not like those are ways you can start to dig into the problem even more and agitate it and then provide your solution which is maybe a done for you service or done with you service working on your website the second selling framework is the four p's framework so this is problem promise proof and proposal this is a common framework that's used in case studies so for example if you i we do this even on the podcast or if you listen to podcasts that do case studies you bring somebody on you ask what their challenge is what problem they have Ask them what outcome did they they want at the end of the day. So, you know, going from where they're at today to what they wanted. Um, here's how they did it. So that would be the proof. And then the proposal for most case studies are, you can do it too, and here's where you sign up to do what this person did. So it gives you an idea how the four P's framework can be applied. It can also be applied just to products as well. If you identify a problem, you promise what the outcome is going to look like. If you buy this product, you put a testimonial in there, and then the proposal is to click the buy now button. Um, Pretty simple framework as well, just uh, slightly different than the problem agitate solution approach where the the promise and the proof is part of this whole agitation process. Framework number three is AIDA. I'm not sure if this is pronounced AIDA, but uh, that's what uh, it comes out as if if you try to say it, or at least if I try to say it. And this stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. Personally, I actually try to stay clear of this one. It seems kind of clickbaity to me. Um, I picture these sort of clickbaiting links at the bottom of, of website pages where they have you know a yellow text or a red text or something that flashes and just enough to catch your attention. But then they have some sort of interesting thing like, I don't know, what is the flattest thing in the world? Or 10 solutions to solve X problem, you won't believe number six. Uh, those are moving from attention to interest. Once you actually click on it, then there's probably some sort of desire and that would probably take you through a whole problem agitate solution framework. And that at the end of the day is the action. Again, I try to steer clear of these ones. They remind me too much of, of clickbait where you're just trying to get attention. 
and you want to get interest um, and desire and action, they really remind me of those clickbait links at the bottom of pages. Framework number four is SLAP, and this is another clickbaity one that I try to stay away from. Uh, stands for Stop, Look, Act, Purchase. Again, if, you're, if your acronym for your framework is um, demonstrating physical abuse, then it's probably you know, not, a, not a great framework to use. Uh, but you hear this one quite a bit in telemarketing. So the interrupt is like the stop. You're scrolling or you're, you're eating dinner, somebody calls you during dinner, you're scrolling down a page and there's something that interrupts you and gets your attention. They force you to then look at it. Um, they get you to act, and act is interesting one here. There's some things you can actually take from these negative frameworks, or I'm saying them they're negative. There's ones I don't use, but I'm showing the, I'm talking about them in this episode that you can maybe integrate them into your own system. But the act part is interesting. You can get people to start on a yes ladder. You see this with telemarketers. They've interrupted you. Now they ask you a question that you feel obligated to answer. And they start asking you questions where you say yes. So is your name Chris Cloney? Yes. Uh, are you the, the husband of the household? Yes. Um, and after you get two or three yeses in a row, they're more likely to start walking down that yes ladder towards action. might also be a simple request, um, something like, I don't know, do you have a TV? And then can you go stand in front of the TV? Okay, I went stand in front of the TV. Okay, can you turn it on? Um, something to get you start saying yes before they, they do the request, which um, in the telemarketer case is probably give us a $100 gift card from Amazon or something to uh, avoid going to jail. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be for a slap, but that's what I picture for that framework somebody using. Framework number five is quest, qualify, understand, educate, stimulate, and transition. So you can see this is more of a complicated framework. There's a multi, multiple levels to it. Um, what I like about this framework is that there's a filter right up front, the whole qualify part. You don't want to actually let people in to the rest of your selling framework if they don't qualify. So for example, if you had a coaching program that's only for women, well, you don't really want to do, be doing sales calls with guys or, or males that you know, don't actually qualify. So there's some sort of filtering process that you have up front. And that really follows a similar framework that we've heard about figuring out the problem, so that'd be understanding. What I also like about Quest is as this educate component. So education is a really powerful thing, especially if you're doing coaching, to start to, okay, I understand the problem. Let's educate the client about some of the solutions and start to bring them down that understanding the value that you, you provide uh, moving into stimulate and then moving into transition into the sale. I don't use Quest myself. I use the the six framework quite a bit, which we'll talk about in a second. But I do like the different elements of it and the fact that it has this filtering up front and you educate while you deliver your content, which is, I think, an uh, important aspect for higher education, for researchers that actually know their th stuff and um, want to educate while they're also doing the selling. So the sixth and final selling framework that we'll talk about in this episode is um, SPIN selling. So it stands for Situation, Problem, Implication, and Needs Payoff. I believe this framework was created by Neil Rackham. Uh, he has some books out on it, and then there's some other books like The Challenger Sale, Taking Control of Client Conversations, to really expand on this model. I think this is a really helpful one for coaches, for doing high-level sales, and also for academics that really have a good background because you do education while you're also helping the client through the, the sales conversation. So I'll give you an example. You want to bring someone in, you understand their situation, you want to know where they're at today. So for example, if somebody's coming into, I'll give an example about car sales, and someone's coming in to buy a car, some of the first questions you should maybe ask is, you know, who is this for? 
Because if the answer is for my grandmother or for my teenager or for my wife or spouse or for myself, those four situations are totally different on how that sales process should go. So you want to really get an idea of what the situation of the person is at the moment. For myself with Grablogger and self-tenure community, it might be, well, do you have a website set up? Have you started an online business? Have you made any money online? These are all different you know, tracks that we could take the sales conversation down and at the end of the day, different offers as part of my business. So we're willing to identify that situation. Then you want to dig into, okay, what is the challenge they have today? For the car salesman, maybe their car broke down. Well, that's a whole different challenge than, you know, they've had their car for five years now. It's a little bit rusty and they want to get a new one. Or, you know, that's a different challenge than my brother-in-law has bought a really nice car and I want to have one as well. <laughs> so it'd be good to know all these different things. So you have a situation, you've now identified the problem within that situation, I want to talk about the implication. So what would having a nicer car mean in your life? What would having the self-tenure community and academics helping you build your business through the, the forms, helping you through the mastermind community, helping you uh, with myself with direct coaching inside that community, um, what would that mean for your business? So you really want to figure out what is the implication of moving forward. And then the, the end for spin is needs payoff. I still, even though I like this framework, can't wrap my head around what these two words mean together, um, but I can explain what it, what the intent is. So once you have the implication of that, you really want to get them to say how your product will get that implication. So for example, you've moved them through, you figure out their situation, you identify their problem. Now you've got them talking about what the implications of making that change might be in their life. A simple question might just be, well, what's the next step? And just pause. And they may answer, oh, well, the next step is to you know buy your product or sign for your coaching program or to do your course. So that's a really good way to get them to explain the needs and payoffs to them of your product. Another way is to say, well, if we were to go down the path of working together, you know, what, how would that change your, your life today or how would that change your business or how would that change your health program or whatever it is and get them to explain in their own words what moving forward looks like and means to them. That's really the whole goal and spin is to get them to tell you why they should move forward. And all the same time, they're also convincing themselves to move forward. So those are rapid fire six frameworks you can use for selling in your online sales pages or your online sales calls today. My favorite frameworks are just the simple PAS framework, problem, agitate, solution. And then also the spin framework, situation, problem, implication, needs, payoff. I use PAS a lot when I'm just writing short kind of sales pages. Uh, for example, if you know need help building your online business, that could be a challenge. That's a problem somebody has. So you may talk about, well, why do you want to grow your business? Is it to pay extra bills, to travel more, to you know quit your position, to work less hours, to change the world? What is that? You're going to face a lot of roadblocks. You're you know, going to have challenges creating unique content, driving traffic to your website. These are all the difficulties and struggles that might take a long time. Um, these don't necessarily all have to be true, but I'm just giving some examples of how you can drive down, agitate that problem even more. And then you start working your way up to the solution. So, well, considering all these things and how would you go about choosing a mentor once you know you needed one and, you know, walking back up to the solution at the end of the day, which might be working with you and helping you with your business. The SPIN framework, we've walked through that quite a bit, but it's really about situation, where are they at today? You can use this also to filter like you did in Quest, uh, people that aren't right for you or your solution and tell them where they maybe should go to look at alternatives. Identify what the problem is, identify the implication of fixing this problem in their life, and then get you get them to explain in their own words 
what moving forward with your product or your solution um, could do. And again, if you've ever done a coaching relationship, a lot of the applications that you fill out for that or do with that on a call are derivatives of or similar to this type of spin selling framework. So to close with this episode, I just want to talk about how you might use one of these frameworks to create your sales pages or to start understanding your your client calls and selling process there. If you're creating a new sales page, I like to just start with a, a Google Doc and just start with a blank page. Write down each part of the framework. So if it's problem, agitate, solution, just write those words, problem, agitate, solution. If it's quest, write down, qualify, understand, educate, stimulate, and transition. And then start to fill those in. And those different parts of that framework will each become a section of your sales page. Once you have all those filled in, then you just really want to review and say what's missing. Maybe you need some testimonials for further social proof. Maybe you need some nice graphical elements. Just want to make sure you have, maybe you need some frequently asked questions. Make sure you have all those elements to review what's missing and fill that in on your page. And then you're ready to finalize and go live with that page and see how it does. Similarly with a selling script, um, this can be more tricky, but you really do the same thing. Start with a blank page in a Google Doc, add the sections of the framework that you're using, and then just start to fill in. I just use bullet points, so maybe some questions to ask about in each um, section of the framework, maybe some points to make, things you want to pull out of the, the client there. Uh, but the big part about selling scripts and sales call frameworks is that you're really going to need to fill it in and then just try it. So execute it, test it, make notes, refine it, and really you can only get a good script and a good process after testing with your own client. But the frameworks here will give you that starting point where you're making sure that you're capturing all the different elements that you need to be capturing in your sales conversation. So that's it for this episode of the Grab Blogger podcast. We've been talking about six selling frameworks to use in your online business and in on your online sales pages and sales calls. We talked about why sales pages and discussions are important in your business. We talked about attract, convert, and deliver as the three critical elements and how the conversion is really the key driver that's done by the sales pages. Um, and they need to do a lot of work if you haven't interacted with the client so much and maybe less work if you have. We talked about why you should start with the framework in mind, saving time, removing the, the blank screen syndrome, and making sure that you're not missing anything in your, your sales pages or your sales conversations. Then we gave the six selling frameworks. We talked through... PAS, Problem, Agitate, Solution, the 4Ps Framework, Problem, Promise, Proof, and Proposal, um, AIDA, Attention, Interest, Desire, and Action, SLAP, Stop, Look, Act, Purchase, Quest, Qualify, Understand, Educate, Stimulate, and Transition, and SPIN, Situation, Problem, Implication, Needs, Payoff. And then we closed out by talking about how to actually implement these in a sales page or in your sales script or your framework for your sales conversations. So again, this material comes from a training that I'm creating for the self-tenure community on creating your own sales pages. I've actually combined these all together and put them into a questionnaire that you can fill out in about 15 minutes and a template of how each of those answers then fit into your sales page. If you're interested in that, you can get access to the community training and all the other trainings that we run inside the self-tenure community at selftenure.com. As always, the transcripts for this episode are available as a downloadable PDF. You can get that at grablar.com slash 73. We'll also pull out these six different frameworks into a simple cheat sheet that you can just download and use when you're creating your sales conversations or when you're creating your sales pages moving forward.